I know I saw that. Did I see a, a Mictor's celebration sour mash on your Instagram feed? Oh, you Recently? saw that? I did oh. see that. Yeah. Um, I, I was lucky enough to win one. What? No kidding. Yeah, one in one. a raffle. Wow. In a raffle. Wow. Is that sample D? It's um, (laughs) (laughs) everyone. The big news this week is that the Buffalo Trace antique collection numbers have been revealed, and I think everyone is pretty happy with the results. With an estimated nearly 38,000 bottles of George T. Stag to hit the market, it's going to make for a very bunch of happy drinkers. So make sure you go to BreakingBourbon.com or you can also go to BourbonR.com to view all the details. The guys at Breaking Bourbon did a great uh, infographic with all the information as well as the estimated bottle counts. So make sure you go and check it out. This was a pretty awesome episode and a first for us as well. Superfan Michael Urado shipped out samples to each of us on the round table and we tasted them blind going through this. And it was actually a pretty fun experiment. We got to see if we could, uh, you know, call BS all the guys that actually do blind or actually do tastings and reporting different kinds of bourbons. They get to put them to the test and see how good their palates really are. If you like this show, please let us know. And perhaps we're going to do another one in the future. Remember to keep those iTunes reviews flowing in and continue to support the show on Patreon. With that, enjoy this week's episode. another Give 270 2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Welcome back to an episode of the Bourbon Pursuit Podcast, the official podcast of bourbon. Tonight is the 12th edition of the Bourbon Community Roundtable. This is something that we do uh, once every three weeks. We host it on YouTube Live. We've got uh, almost 50 viewers on right now, and we've got a, a special episode, but uh, I want to I introduce uh, first, you know, 
Kenny always here. Ryan is here as well. So Ryan, welcome back. Hey, happy uh, post bourbon fest week. You missed out. I know. I'm so mad. I missed. I mean, yeah, I uh, I was out of town. And I missed everything for Bourbon Fest. I missed the the damn bourbon releases. So I just gotta just live and make do with what I can get by on uh just just good handshakes this <laughs> yeah, year. I guess so. Missed the handover yeah. that I've experienced three days now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So uh, you know, this is gonna be a fun episode because you know, typically we we don't really do anything that regards of tasting, right? Because tastes are very subjective. However, we've had a yep. lot of people on the uh, that have always suggested shows and they're like, oh, like do a review of this bourbon or do talk about this bourbon. And, and we don't know what we're talking about. Like <laughs> I don't taste marzipan and fancy <laughs> words when I drink bourbon. So that's yeah, why we don't. It, yeah. it is tough. I mean, we, we've not, we're not typically like trained with our palates, right? We haven't, we haven't taken like aroma sensory training and all this other kind of stuff. Right. And, and so we typically don't do it. However, one of our biggest fans of the show, uh, who we're going to introduce here in a second, uh, threw us this offer and he said, how about we do a, a, a blind tasting on the round table and we send four blind samples to everybody that's on them. And we're going to put everybody's palate to the test here. And uh, we'll see if we can guess it, see which one's better or worse. Uh, maybe maybe Mike will be the one that makes the rules here. So I want to first introduce our, our special guest tonight, which is uh, Michael Urato. And I'm just to make sure I'm saying your, your last name correctly first, right? You're actually saying proper. Um, in Italy, the I, the I silent, so it's pronounced Urato. But here in the States, uh, you pronounce the I, so it's I Urato. So props to you. you gotta, you're dead on. All right. I tried. Awesome. So, uh, Michael, I wanted to just uh, give you a second to – let you introduce yourself to, uh, I guess, Bourbon Pursuit Nation out here. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Um, I'm actually just one of you guys. I'm a longtime listener, big fan, signing for every roundtable, uh, Patreon supporter for Bourbon Pursuit, and as well as Breaking Bourbon. Um, I mean, just a, just it was just one of those things where I was like listening to the podcast with Reed and Emerald, and I was just like, hey, that would be a fun idea. So I texted Kenny and and here I am. So basically what I ended up doing was I sent every member, every, every person on the, on the cast tonight, um, four samples, um, didn't designate anything else, but a, B, C, or D. Um, and that's basically what we're, you know, just have some fun. I gotta, I gotta yeah, also, great preface idea, man. that was awesome. Yeah. I gotta also preface it because Blake was a little worried at first. Cause he was like, well, who is this person? Is he going to be sending us like uh, <laughs> you know, stuff mixed with like oil or uh, anything like that? Or they want to kill us. Any for you. Okay. I know Michael. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, it's like, you know, going to a potluck. Like if the I don't know that person, I'm not eating the food. I don't know what their uh, <laughs> kitchen situation said. <laughs> to find out you know it was michael so we're all good <laughs> yeah well i appreciate it and uh, and super psyched so thank you well cool so thank let's you. go let's go thank around you. the horn and uh, have every blogger kind of introduce themselves where you blog at and uh we'll, we'll kind of get this thing kicked off so blake you go first you always go first <laughs> what is so yeah, special about him? because he's on the left side of my screen so it's just he's going this logical order put him in purpose on the left side so you can stare at him longer yeah yeah it's because you got your singer carrie you'd be first yeah. <laughs> go ahead blake from bourboner.com you can find me at bourboner.com backslash blog uh instagram twitter facebook just you can search b-o-u-r-b-o-n-r uh, how do you pronounce that Burgerner. <laughs> sure. It never gets old. It's the silent, <laughs> it's the silent E. 
<laughs> kind of like the eye in Michael's exactly. <laughs> uh, never gets old. It doesn't. All right, Carrie, you go. Carrie from uh, suburbia. Um, I used to blog. I took a break, but I'm coming back tomorrow. Big article tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, S-U-B-O-U-R-B-I-A.com. And I'm also on Twitter, uh, usually pretty salty with my tweets, but it's entertaining if you follow. <laughs> and uh, then you'll find me here like every three weeks because I feel like it's every day. Kenny reminds us we got another one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> cycle bar. <laughs> <laughs> Lined up. All right, Nick, you go. All right, I'm Nick from Breaking Bourbon. Uh, find us online at breakingbourbon.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you know, we do a lot of things. We do the release calendar. We do reviews, articles, things like that. But at the end of the day, the three of us guys, were just, I mean, we're just like all of you guys here. We just like bourbon. We drink it all the time. And, you know, it's become kind of like our lifestyle. So that's kind of transitioned. That transitioned into breakingbourbon.com. And that's now transitioned into, you know, this kind of thing. And basically talking about bourbon 24-7. So Professional drunks. Exactly. Up. <laughs> all right brian all right guys uh yeah brian harris sipping corn uh great to be on the show again uh you can find me mostly on twitter at sipping corn and just a little bit on facebook lately but uh, mostly twitter and uh google blog sipping corn i write about uh legal history and and uh those sorts of things along with some tasting notes so i'm really excited about this uh michael appreciate you doing this oh no no please i'm super psyched so Cool. So, I mean, I, I got to say, I think, Brian, I think the, real pressure is on tonight. the real pressure is on tonight for, for Nick and Brian and Blake, because you guys give tasty <laughs> reviews, you guys give notes all the time. So this is, this is your all time. I will, I, will, I, I will preface this. I did tell Kenny that I wasn't going to throw any curveballs. There's no like craft, there's no like Jay Henry or Kings County. I mean, it's stuff that everyone pretty, his palate has probably tried many times before so and it's, and it's um, all bourbon um, no no rye no, it's all no rye um no rye no rye okay. no rye it's all about i'm nervous surprise they're all rye. and <laughs> 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 no one can tell <laughs> so uh, also before we start this you know there's uh, there's one thing that blake always says uh, and you had it and i think it was one of your last articles was you know it's a i mean i think you used the word like taste blind like 75 times in one sentence so kind of uh, kind of give us your theory on on why you always want to taste blind. Yeah, because it just removes everything, all the marketing, all the gimmicks, all the, you know, what you've read online, what people pay price. It just removes everything. So you're tasting purely on whether or not you like it. And I can't tell you how many times I've been surprised. I guarantee you we'll get to the end of this show and all of us will be like, geez. I've actually rated that pretty highly and I didn't like it or vice versa. You know, I've said I didn't like it and I kind of like it in this blind tasting. There's just always surprises. Um, and it just helps for buying because there's no point of spending $150 on some limited edition release when you tasted it blind and you didn't like it, you know? So, um, it's just the best way to do reviews, tastings to, and to truly figure out what you like and don't like. Okay, well, let's, those pour, cognitive let's, pour, biases. Yeah, let's pour our first sample real quick, and then we'll, uh, we'll keep the discussion going here. So, so everybody pour sample A into their, uh, their, their glass of choice. I got a Glen Karen. I don't know if anybody's drinking out of anything different. Uh, I got a plastic cup. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a hotel plastic cup? 
So <laughs> it bring you anywhere. And I have no cycle bar cups. Anywhere. So we're going classy. I get heavy marzipan. <laughs> don't say marzipan. This I don't is even a, think I what marzipan tastes like. Smells like bourbon. It's the it's almond sugar or something, right? Or almond. Yeah, I think I think actually marzipan was like some like like it's almond cream something. I found it in Fresh Market one day. See, there you go. Like right. I got a lot of vanilla. Yeah, I say it's this is I don't know. It's a little funky to me. It's uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? It. What kind of notes are you get getting? Out some of this? vanilla, a little bit of spice, and there's definitely some caramel. And I, I was kind of. The first sip was like leaning to more into like a Heaven Hill taste, but it, I think it's too, I think it has too much sweetness for that. Oh, it's but very sweet. Butterscotch on the yeah. nose. It is a yeah, sweet nose, sweet, very sweet, sweet taste. Probably around like a ninety proof, something like that. Yeah. It almost reminds me of. Uh, I just, had Michael, I just had Michael's video stream popped up on mine to try to see if anything I said, he gives a tell. It's like playing poker. It's <laughs> <laughs> His poker face is all too good. Yeah, I'm getting that vanilla caramel, you know, a little bit of oak on the nose. It does taste about 90 proof. Definitely tastes under 100. Jeff, uh, Jeff Pearson yeah, wants think- us also to guess the age. So if you can guess maybe a po- possible age date yeah. on it. I, I like say that. I six to eight. Like- Probably ninety proof, about eight years. And uh, and Carrie is also drinking but, plastic cups, so he's probably going to have some BPA floating around in his. <laughs> go a little higher than ninety. I it's one of those maybe a week. Just based on the sweetness, but I'm just not getting. It's very sweet. Spiced. It's young though. I can yeah, tell. Yeah, very young and sweet. Age has been a tough <laughs> thing though. I've been, if it were I've weed, tasted, it would taste. Yeah, you I just taste like the a younger. golden a lot sooner. But I've it's actually some that don't always taste young or old, and then they are—they're yeah, the opposite. Raisin and kind of yeah, that's actually pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, I like old it. Charter, old charter eight year. <laughs> Is that you what know, you're going I, with? Something like that? You think you think it's a Buffalo Trace? You think that's where it's where it's originating from? I don't know if I, that's I, what I'm leaning towards. Because you kind of smell Buffalo Trace's white. You know, you can almost smell their mash bill sometimes. See, I'd say maybe, maybe special reserve or antique. If I had to, it's not twelve. I can't. I don't think it's antique no. at all. No, I don't. Yeah, I think it's probably antique. That's right? so going to burn a little bit more. No, antique is. I think antique's a lot sweeter, in my opinion. Yeah, antique's going to yeah. be stronger than that. I don't have special reserve that often. Um, yeah, I'm not going weeded on this one. I'll I'll no. I'll be an outlier now. I feel like that's a good weeded. call. Like, this could be WSR. I think it's WSR too. Now that you say it, <laughs> not of a cognitive biases. <laughs> I, I I've I've proclaimed it many times in the podcast before. Is that I do not understand the hype of WSR because I always think it tasted horrible. And if this is what WSR is, then. I don't know. Maybe I eat. Then you're gonna buy a bottle. <laughs> yeah. You know, is it good enough to be Blanton's? I think that's my question. I'm. I have been really drinking fun. Blanton's a lot lately. <laughs> much of like it's really so orange peel and more of that than. Um, you see how clear it is. It's sweet to be a Blanton's. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very. The color is very light. Chris Chris Haynes said. Life. He said, it "If you enjoy it, cup, Chris Haynes said, if you enjoy it, it's not special reserve." 
<laughs> just by default. Yeah, I agree. If it is special reserve, I'd be surprised. But I mean, I'm not the. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not overly overwhelmed by it. But yeah, I think it's pretty good. But I put it in the you know uh, a daily right. drinker category. Can we get a Michael? Can we get a hint at any of any sort? Like maybe an age range. Um. It's it's interesting. This particular bottle, um, the age is a little, a bit of a mystery. Um, I thought it was about eight to nine years, but when I did some research on it, um, I saw some places where it even said it was like eighteen. Oh, hmm. really? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how accurate that is, but it's um, you know, hmm. It's not. It's, a- <laughs> it's definitely not special reserve. But- so it's an orphan barrel. It's got a blend. Um, yeah, it's blood oath. Gifted pony. Yeah. Gifted pony, right? Yeah. See. All right. So let's let's do this. Let's let's put on a rank scale of one to ten. Like, where would you guys put this in your rank scale? Six. Yeah, seven. Yeah, I'd say I'd say five, right five in that range. It's growing six. on me. It's growing on me. But it'd be interested to know, like. Our ratings might change once we know what it is. Oh, that, and that's why we're that's taking. Why we do it <laughs> Well, and also the first one always. I think when you your first taster <laughs> is like you know you kind of like open things up a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. I bet yeah. if we came back to it later, it tastes a little bit different. Oh, definitely will. Yeah, comparison is always always makes a big difference. I think I like something more or less than I do. I'll taste it against something. Yeah. relative to that and suddenly I like it a lot more or a lot less relatively speaking and your it's not, it's not like so it changes things is this yeah this, will it well no yeah I don't think this is wild turkey or anything like that I mean it's it definitely it definitely has like it kind of like falls apart towards the end for me um it's See, I think it's like a buffalo trace thing but maybe not I don't know I don't get any Buffalo Trace mustiness. I'm not going. But I'm not going Buffalo Trace. Well, it's definitely not an old, out of date bourbon because you don't get that funk of like old wood with the older stuff. No, I get. I got a little bit of the leather, kind of that tobacco early, but not much of. I think it's just overwhelmed by sweetness is why you don't get much of the. Any of that. I don't know. So maybe when do we reveal it at the end? I mean, we can go after probably one after each one, right? Or yeah. Makes the most sense. Or do you want to just reveal them all at the end? Go through them all and then do no, them no. at the end? Yeah, yeah, kind of, of kind of come back to them, though. Sometimes you taste other ones and it, it hits you, though, when you come back. How, about, how about just tell us who who uh, distilled this? Um, as far as distillery, want to know? Um, it is Heaven Hill. Ooh. Lake is <laughs> the checkbox on this one. Lake. Way to go. <laughs> Well, hold on. It broke up. What was it? Heaven Hill. Ooh. Could so be a team off of that. Um, Larceny. It doesn't taste like larceny to me. No, but I don't drink a lot of larceny either. I don't so drink I much respect. larceny. It's not bad. I just don't yeah. have it. I just had larceny Saturday at UVL game, and it doesn't taste like But I was kind of hammered. I mean, I don't know That's, what other Heaven Hills that are over, you know, that are, you know, put at, at 11 yes. or eight or nine years, but maybe 18, like, 
you're not you're not in Elijah Craig category. You're not in. Um, I mean, maybe it was. Do you remember Parker's Promise of Hope? Remember that? Love Parker's Promise of Hope. This is not Parker's Promise of yeah. Hope. No. Not Promise of Hope. This, this is probably the one bourbon that the first time I had it, it was instantaneous. Yeah, I knew I loved it. I mean, I, I remember we, I were having a, we were having a tasting with a liquor store owner, and the first thing he said when he tasted it, it was the first time for him too. Was all right. I'm not selling any more of this. Took it all off the shelf and kept it all. Gilbert, <laughs> 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 like a current bottling. What? It's actually it's, it's not like a pre-fire or anything. It's like a current like. Oh, uh, yeah, is it a current bottling? Should I? It's kind of that's yeah, going to start away. giving it away, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So are we revealing at the end of each sample, or are we waiting till the end? I think Michael makes the rules here. Yeah, Michael makes all the rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I just say we just reveal it one after the other. That way, it's kind of yeah. like you know, and then you can like go a, back. This way, you can go back and look. Oh, okay. It's a 1995 like. Edward Williams single barrel. Gilbert Zamora said maybe David Nicholson because it's a recent brand that's kind of come out, but all right. Should I reveal? I think it's time. Let's go ahead and reveal. All right. 1988. Oh. 88. 88. 88. Evan Williams. Wow. Nice. Well, <sighs> after after I think what we what we asked there, like seven questions. After seven questions, we started narrowing it down. So yeah. <laughs> That was a huge whiff by me. Yeah, I was, I was actually surprised it didn't have that much funk to it. Um, but it's, 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 I just love this bottle. It's a great, great, you know, now that we keep drinking it, it's like it keeps getting better and better and better. There's the, there's the bias coming in. Let's, yeah. uh, let's re-rate pre-fire. it. Pre-fire. Pre-fire. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so uh, are they, what are they at age for age right now on those? Are they down to about eight to nine years? They're less than us. They're about seven now, right? Less oh, I thought that. they were still nine. I, I, th- that I thought they were still hanging in that. I eight see two thousand nine all the time now. Yeah, they're eight to nine now. Um, you know this mm-hmm. this one. I, I did some some search online, and a couple of places said it was eighteen year. It was like it really surprised me. But I'm like, the, the color is too light to be eighteen, in my opinion. But I don't know. Maybe they, was it a special release or anything like that, or a single barrel pick, or is it just off the shelf? No, it's um. Well, it's it's it, it was to Japan. Okay, interesting. And so, what's the proof of that, Michael? Um, eighty-six point six. Wow. Yeah. So you guys, you guys were definitely dead on. Yeah, yeah. we knew it was lower proof. Yeah. Pat ourselves on the back on that. Everything else, yep. we feel miserable. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a, a hard one though. It's not like weeded bourbon. Not like that's an easy one to pick. That like, just had a lot of sweetness for Evan Williams. I know. I feel like, which I guess they're, they are all different, but obviously, but hmm. in the 80s. Interesting. I think all I'm right. going to hold on to the rest of the sample for a little while now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull it back out and try it. Oh, I got to say, though, it, it doesn't taste that old at all. I, I don't get, I mean, you get a little bit of oak, but. I don't, this it is tastes real young. I didn't get really yeah. a chance to chime in, but you know, when I was sniffing it, and it could be the allergies or me coming over a sickness, but it almost smelled like you know, like dried bacon grease and almost kind of had that kind of scent to it to me. But what I know, the same that's the McDonald's yeah. in your pores, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, pour sample B. And yeah, hey, for you. by the way, Michael, this, this is the greatest round table I've ever been a part of. <laughs> 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 Look at this every week. 
Because yeah, whenever we're no, not I'm doing cool blind tasting, we can at least sound like we know what we talk, we're talking about. Now that yeah, we do blind Steve, tasting, this is awesome. just, yeah. <laughs> nobody's going to trust your reviews ever again. No. <laughs> I, oh, um, hey, Kenny, I did think of a, a cool idea. Like, so when this is all over, if you want to do um, another question and answer, um, if you guys come up with a really tough question, I'll send a, a sample of each to whoever wins. Oh, there we nice. go. Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna do games, yeah, because I'm gonna give away some samples too. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll be at the end. Yeah, yeah. So I stick around. I'll give away one of these shirts as well. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got a question in mind. Immediately, it smells like cotton candy. See, this is this is really good to me, and well, I shouldn't have said cotton that already. Candy. Bias. It's totally cotton candy. Okay, so while we're uh, while we're sniffing here and drinking, uh, Brian, I want to uh, ask you a question. So, you know, how often do you taste blind versus, you know, just coming down to your, you know, your uh, your basement or wherever you have all your bottles stored and just pouring something yeah. out or um, anything like that? Well, Ooh. it's 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 tough to drink blind, I guess, unless you've got uh, someone pouring them for you. Um, now, I've had a I've done a lot of blind samples, sort of like this, not. Uh, not ready for public humiliation on screen at the same time, but uh, but get samples blind and then then uh, with, with several people getting them and then you all try to compare notes and do those sorts of things. Uh, but most of the time when I'm reviewing, it's either from a sample or a purchase I just made. So I'd, I'd like to do more blind on those reviews. The beast on getting those most I, I know what most of them are. I but love this. this, is, this one. I agree with Blake. This is the way to do it. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is sample me of uh, Kenny. Some of the barrel picks. I I can't believe I remember it, but the barrel picks that we did at Wild Turkey with the Reed and them. This does. See, I was thinking like a big fruity OESK or something. I was thinking OES. I was thinking OESQ. Oddly enough, I was thinking Four Roses at the same exact time. Yeah, um, because only because of yeah, the proof, like it, it feels like you're around 110, maybe mm-hmm. uh, 115. That's a Q or yeah. an F. It's got some, it's got some spice at the end that really hangs it with does. you on the finish. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a peach. Cotton. I'm thinking four roses too, mm-hmm. and I'd go with the B mash bill because I get a lot of rye on this. OBSQ. I, I will say it's delicious. I really like this bottle. It's very yeah, good. It's awesome. Yeah. Ob either Ob. SF or OBSQ is a recipe. Now I got to look at my recipes. It's a nine year, eight month recipe. <laughs> I will say, like, this, this is also somebody else that mentioned to us. Maybe we'll do it for another roundtable. Somebody said that we should do a, a blind tasting with all the 10 samples of Four Roses and kind of going through them. But I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Here's the problem, and we've done that before. There is still some variation between the bottom yeah. barrels themselves to where yeah. one OESK may not taste anything like another OESK. I agree. Yeah. Cause I, uh, friends of mine in the Orlando whiskey society, they picked, um, ah, shoot. It was, I think it was an OBSV, but it was just like no OBS, no four roses I've ever tasted before. Yeah. And that's where they're like, yeah, this thing just stood out. we we're just automatically like, yeah, let's taste that because you do get a lot of that, which is crazy to think that, you know, the warehouse location plays that big of a difference or it could just be the oak and you know, part of the tree that was made for those barrels. But 
actually just uh, pulled. Uh, Grant, it's a four roses. Yeah, I saw that cheater. I just I, I had to pull a. Uh, well, the hang tags off my four rows over here so I could figure out, like, look through all the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the recipes again to figure out, you know, kind of where I could where I could put this. Because unlike you all, I haven't memorized them all. So <laughs> Remember, I'm the, I'm the host. Is, I don't have good. to be smart. I invite the smart people along. <laughs> that is totally yeah. a, Q, a Q yeast. Oh, it's not Q. Uh, I, you know, I don't get Q because no. I get much more f- – I'm sticking with either K or V, but – Maybe OESV. I would agree with that it's probably B over E. Yep. But watch it not even be four roses. Watch it. <laughs> I think it's more like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a Russell's. I'm yeah. thinking either OBSF or OESF because I definitely get like a mint to it. I don't know about you all, but there's some menthol in there, yeah. I've got much more though from Newport's Four Roses in there. <laughs> All right, I'm, hey, I'm putting oh, my final guess at nine Four Roses nine years OBSV. I'm gonna. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna go through all this, and it's not gonna be fucking Four Roses. This is old. This is this is at least twelve years old. I mean, this is older than I think uh, than I think we're talking about. It tastes like it has more age than. Uh, and the previous one than the yeah. other ones. Oh, it definitely yeah. does. It's definitely stronger too. Like there's definitely more proof there. Yeah, it's 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 in that above 100, 110 maybe, maybe a little higher than that. So, so Michael, uh, let's start narrowing it down a little bit. Um, are we, we we're all mostly in agreement on four roses? Are we dead wrong? Should we start over? Actually, all done. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. B, no. B yeast though. So go ahead. Let's let's see the bottle and the recipe. I think it's time for the reveal. Yeah, B Nashville. All right. All right. Um, basically, so it's a four roses private select, right? But just wait for it. It's Bourbonner release two. Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go. Nice. It's, a, it's a Bourbonner pick and it's OBSK. Oh, OBSK. Nice. There we go. Nice. Dang it. I knew I should have stuck with my first one. <laughs> so that is not, that's what I'm saying. This OBS case tastes nothing. So Four Roses OBS case to me do have the cotton candy smell, which is what I smelled initially. But the taste is so much um, – there's so much more pepper than I'm used to with, a K rest, with the, the K yeast. Like that's surprising to me. What's the uh, age Blake, on this, Michael? Um, ten years. Right, Blake? Ten years? Yeah, I think it's um, ten years. So this that yeah, was ten years. Deal. I was it, between two high barrels. rye, high rye, thirty five percent. I was between two barrels, and a buddy of mine was like, "You have to select this barrel. It's way better than the one you are going to select." And I ended up being able to get both of them, and he was right. This one was way better than the pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blake. It's I, I really when I opened, when I first opened this bottle, I was like. This is one of the best private selects I've had. Me and Michael really are actually in on this. The secondary value of that bottle is just I got bunkers of them. I know. Just kidding. There's no collusion. Well, I didn't know. If that was the case, it's a misstep on my part. So it's almost done. It's opened. Well, we all figured out the four roses, but I was way off on the yeast. I thought that was a Q or a F. That was definitely spicy. Yeah, completely. This it's is hard to tell, though. 
Yeah, I'd say this is one of the better Four Roses picks I've had. I, I, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Quotes yeah, going on my next uh, bourbon secondary let's, post. Quit blowing up Blake's ego. Let's not give, let's not give <laughs> Blake's caps in the back, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the worst Four Roses of... <laughs> Granted, I was given five samples, and this was one of two I picked, so it's kind of like shooting fish in a bucket at that point. You know? It's like yellow label. Yeah. <laughs> Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus Magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. All right, so let's go ahead and start pouring sample C. And while we're pouring this and sniffing, uh, I'll ask a question over to Nick. So at the at the very beginning, uh, Blake had mentioned, you know, you know, we're it's the nature of the beast is right now with um, you know limited edition releases that you have to, you know, basically people want to you want to try it before you buy it, right? However, with limited editions, you necessarily don't get that option because it's you have the opportunity to buy it now or it's gone forever. So what's the uh, What's the what's your take on that? Like, is there any way to kind of get around that, or is it just kind of like, well, buy it, sample it out, and then sell it? Like, what's your idea? Share with friends. <laughs> Sharing is caring. It's that. I mean, you know, I, I guess you you know you can't buy necessarily everything. I, mean, I guess it depends on your budget. Maybe some people can't buy everything, but definitely sharing can ease that. You know, if that that's what we do. I mean, we share just about everything between the three of us. Um, you know. When we buy a lot of limited release stuff, there's been years when we've bought way more than we probably should have. And that just ends up being more for friends and family, you know. So I guess sharing is caring, right? So sometimes you can get that thing that you're not sure you don't buy it. Well, you might be able to find somebody else who has that other thing you want, right? So buy it if you can get it sometimes. Trade it, do whatever you got to do, you know, to kind of get those things in your bunker that you want to have. You know, but don't go crazy. Eric wrote that article a little while back about uh, kind of a different view, changes perspective. And I got to say, I agree with a lot of that where, 
I guess we've gotten to the point where we don't go too crazy trying to buy and find everything because it does get to be a little overwhelming. And there is a lot of stuff out there that's just, I don't think it's really as good as it it could be. You know, it's not as good as it's made out to be. It's just everyone playing in on the limited release, you know, stuff going on right now. In fairness, though, who actually decides to pass up a limited edition, a really limited edition bourbon because they tried it and didn't really like it. I mean, who, who actually would say, Oh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't think the Eagle rare 17 was that great this year. I'm going to pass it up or even if you buy that, <laughs> like, you know, I tried the four roses LE. I don't think the 2016 is that good. Are you going to tell your store that has called to offer you one that you're going to pass on it? No, hell no. You're going to buy it anyway. I, I think these days nobody buys the bottle based on taste. They buy the bottle based on hype, based on, uh, per, you know, rarity of the bottle, being able to flip it later for something else. Like that's what has ruined the whole hobby is that it's not about taste anymore. It's about the bottle itself. It's about the, you know, the fear of missing out the FOMO of missing out on a limited release that, that, I mean, truthfully last year, every limited release sucked. 2016 yeah. was the worst year for limited releases, but yet we all stockpiled what we could because we weren't going to not stockpile it, you know? And that's the sad part of the whole thing is it's so little to do with taste these days. It's a great answer, Gary. Yeah. Well, very insightful. Thank you. Uh, Are we sniffing three? Y'all heard of, have y'all heard of a distillery called Filibuster? I have. Yes. Yeah, so you guys have yeah. nice you, right? It's not a distillery, is it? Or whatever. I don't know. At the Whiskey Pig, Delilah's, that's some a filibuster finished a cherry cask. Holy cow. That was some of the best juice I've had in a while. Hmm. I, really I know that taste on three. I know what that is, but I can't place it. I mean, I'm getting like a lot of like pepper and cherry on the on the nose here. Yeah, cherry bomb. Sweet, like like almost like a um, National Distillers kind of nose. No, it's not that old because it doesn't have that funk. (laughs) No funk, but it's this is really good though. Yeah, yeah, this is nice. Very sweet fruit and like and some spice. I'm, I'm gonna put this one towards the Buffalo Trace category. But not Buffalo Trace. I'm just saying, like from the distillery, possibly. Mm, I catch like an old granddad kind of thing. Yeah, that's. that's you're you're saying mean, not the model. No, I had about though, thirty right? pours of old granddad at Whiskey Pig, and I'm not getting it. Carrie, Carrie, you saying modern beam old granddad or? No, like national? maybe a maybe even a, a national distiller's old granddad, but like a '91. See, that's yeah. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't get that. I don't. Get I don't get that. Hey, we need, a little we bit need of fun, but not a lot. Like when they were transitioning from the good to the bad, like they poured a little bit of the good and a little bit of the bad together and like made a batch. See, I don't get much of like that mineraliness that you usually do get from the uh, the national distiller, but it's just that sweet usually get like the Werther bombs with national distiller. It's another low proofer, though, right? Yeah, I'm thinking under 100 for sure. Yeah, definitely under 100. All right, so let's let's start narrowing this down. Like, where do you guys think it's from? I'm not even guessing anymore. I'm having trouble with this one. I re- I really like it, but um, I'm having I'm a, trouble placing it. Yeah, I, I will say this. It's like when I first had it, it was very unique. It was 
The finish is incredible on it. Very good. Nice finish. It's got age on it. It does. But it's That's, not so. – so I'm thinking barrel – so those things bring me to barrel proof. Oh, so this barrel bourbon. Barrel proof. Barrel bourbon. It's not barrel, it's barrel bourbon. bourbon. No. I, barrel bourbon batch bun. <laughs> <laughs> How much sake did Kerry have? <laughs> all of it. Two large sakis like that big. And I, I sweated it all up, so it's all just sucking back in my system. It's sweet, yeah, this, but this barrel bourbon for show. I, I don't know. I'd almost put it in like that twelve to fifteen year range because it just has some good spice and good mm. oakiness to it. But there's some rye in there too. I don't definitely some yeah. rye. I want whatever it is. It's on a bottle. Yeah. How about this William Heaven Hill? It's a William Heaven Hill release. Which one though? Uh, I don't. I don't get. I don't. I haven't had so. too many of those. No, I don't think anything was this cherry. In my opinion. I think with, well, based on the cherry and the taste, it's got to be something Buffalo Trace esque. Right, so I'm thinking it's Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Like no, I don't taste their mash bill. You don't? I don't taste Buffalo. No, I don't. I, I mean, don't taste Buffalo Trace either. A lot of my like 107 picks that I have, at least the single barrel picks, like a lot of them have this over cherry like flavor. And that's what it reminds me of. However, this doesn't strike me as like a weeded mash bill. So, no. See, and I don't. But I'm just doing the narrowing it out. It's not Brown Foreman. It's not Four Roses. Right. Doesn't have that taste. It doesn't have a Heaven Hill taste. It's MGP. definitely not Beam. It doesn't have the, the wet cardboard taste. Uh, it's Basil Hayden. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the dark rye. He got the dark no, rye. He got the dark rye and took the water out of it somehow. Pick. This is a Knob Creek pick is what this is. Uh, Brett Williford said, do you think it could possibly be, he said Kentucky spirit. And I'm like, well, maybe it could be wild Turkey, like a Russell's pick or something. This but is a Knob Creek pick. Is what I wouldn't like. be, I wouldn't be shocked with like some kind of Russell's reserve or I think yeah, you know, you mentioned something. No, this is an MGP. I, I can tell MGP. I think it's MGP. I've had some different tasting smooth ambler single barrel picks though. And I've loved a couple of them. All right. Going back in for a little bit of a refill to get my final. Yeah, me too. I love this bottle, whatever it is. I think I emptied mine, so I'm. (laughs) I know. I'm sticking with Knob Creek. This is my favorite so far. Boom. Knob Creek. All right. So Carrie's Carrie's locked in Knob Creek. Wait, 120 proof, though? You think that's 120 proof? No way. No. It's not 120. I think it's a. Tastes like an old. I don't know. Reminds me of that twenty-one C pick or something, Kenny. Not to me. I gotta stick with no. you, Ryan. I think it's an old scout. I think it's an old scout single barrel. It definitely could be. Only because I feel like I can't pick it anywhere. So give me some. Like, I'm having a great time. I'm enjoying. Yeah, it. I'm I've been way off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting back watching us all squirm. This is the greatest thing ever. This is the best night of my life. I mean, I'm still, I'm still thinking like it's closer to a, a Buffalo Trace, but I don't know if like it could be like a E.H. Taylor single barrel or something like that. I'm just not getting that. But I had E.H. Taylor I've been been it's, it's not hitting that for me. All right, let's let's call it because it's 9:45. So let's let's go. All right, at least give us a hint. Should I, should I, I just I'm reveal it? Say Buffalo Trace. Um, 
All right, yeah, reveal it then. Reveal it. <laughs> this was a tough one. This is a tough yeah, one. This is. It, it's a tough one because it, it's. I will say it's very unique. Um, e. H. Taylor. Oh, damn. Warehouse C. Tornado Survivor. Ooh, tornado. Wow. How much did I use wow. this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, I wasn't expecting anything that nice. That was a so, treat. Wow. Well, thank you for the sample. <laughs> I think I, I got a little bit left. I think I may have to pour it back in. The I know. Let's save for later. I'm looking at this. Like, can I can I fix this? Do I have a funnel that small? Okay. Now, now let's say this: Is that bottle worth a thousand dollars? I mean, it's really good, but it's um, really good. I mean, it's I, amazing, but a thousand dollars? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> honestly i like the max i'd probably go on it which would probably have been like uh four years ago probably like 350 that's probably what yeah. the max i'd go on it but but you all loved it and ryan was like this is the best yeah. one of the night so far yeah I, it's, yeah. it's no awesome. i mean that's I, it, I, I i'm actually a little more dollars. disappointed with what it is because i'll know i'll never buy a bottle of it <laughs> even though i love it, it so much i'm like I can't, it wasn't life-changing though like i mean we all were kind of like it's well, what bourbon's life-changing part of a blind taste is <laughs> that you really taste what's in that bottle that's so fancy exactly mm-hmm. right yep but, I, so so of the three so far which one has been your favorite just out of curiosity at this point that one honestly a that probably the yeah i, I like that but i'm a I'm a sucker for the OBSK, and part of yeah, it I will acknowledge uh, is knowing that it's OBSK. And I will admit that, but I mean, I I really like OBSK. Thank you for that. That was crazy. Yeah, much appreciated. That's great. So I got a I got a funny story about the the tornado survivor. So I was in Boston, uh, probably I think it was like 2013, 2014, something like that. And uh, you know, at this point, tornado is long gone off the shelves. But I go to this bar and I'm with uh, my, my team at the time for work and we walk in and they got a, I don't know, probably about a, a third of the bottle of tornadoes sitting there. And I look at some of my team members. I'm like, we're finishing this whole fucking bottle tonight. <laughs> and, and we did. We crushed the entire bottle. And it, it was like, I don't know, like $18 a pour or something like that. It was something stupid. So <laughs> yeah. you think it tasted as good now yes. not knowing what it was? So it's 100 proof, correct? Yeah, it's 100 proof. And um, the age, they say it's like between 9 and 11. That's what, that's what I've been able to, to find out about it. I can taste like, like tornado. It's, and it's, it's, I mean, it's bottled in bond. I mean, it, it, it's, it's bottled in bond. So I can taste like wind, like ripped off. Helen Hunt in it. <laughs> Don you can taste the sun beating down on the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> There's I just want to save the little bit that's left of my sample until after I get off so I can really enjoy it. <laughs> well, that was good. Uh, so, Michael, that was an awesome one right there. Yeah, so let's great. go ahead uh, and pour sample D, which is our final sample for tonight. I don't want to leave C. Now, <laughs> well, now I'm wondering what sample D could possibly be. Well, and D must be great because, Michael, <laughs> I have – I have a half a pour, so D must be awesome, right? <laughs> well, it, it could be because that's all I had left also. Uh-oh. Last guy. The hype is the hype is real. He is very dark. Hype yeah, beast. Dark. I'll say I will say I'll give him to give myself some credit for that last one because I narrowed down BT. And you I did, did. Say, you did. Hey, Kenny, Kenny, Ken, Kenny was the only you one that stuck with it. You, 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 you were on to the EH Taylor. Yeah, way to toot your own horn. I was like, I don't think it's single barrel, but 
Yeah, I haven't hit EH Taylor in a while, but it, it, it didn't strike me as the EH Taylor yeah. for whatever reason. Well, it says it was sitting out in the sun. Yeah, you hadn't been struck by a tornado yet. So I haven't asked a question yet about this before we, we move on. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, everybody's had a chance to do this. And so, Michael, I'll give you an opportunity to shine right here. So, uh, you know, we, we want to do blind samples, uh, you know, as much as we can to kind of do this. Uh, you know, do you have uh, uh, what's your process of doing blind sampling for yourself? Uh, do you sit there and, you know, pour some mystery bottles and hide them around the house and try to find them and go find them and post it note and figure <laughs> out exactly what you had drank or something? <laughs> No, no. I mean, it's just like, um, you know, I have about 30, 30, 30 to 40 bottles open and it just really depends on my mood. And, um, you know, when this idea came up, I really just wanted to keep it bourbon. Um, but at, like at the same time, keep it something within I, something I know that you guys have had, you know, like no, no curveballs and just something that, um, at the same time, I think, you know, some, something that everyone would enjoy. Because you know, that's the whole point of this, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Kendrick said, how many times do you think a tornado has ever been drank out of a solo cup? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably the first time ever. How many pours did Perry do? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> this is a 24-year uh, Willet. You think? Yeah, this it, is it, like it, one of those B or C barrels. Oh, it's barrel proof. Barrel proof. Yeah, it's, it's barrel proof. A lot of that great nose. It's barrel proof for sure. I mean, it is it is All dark. Right, look at my plastic it. cup right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it definitely reminds me of a Willet for sure. It's got that corn, like a really low rye bourbon, nice and barrel proofish, but not like burn your mouth. Barrel proof those. Yeah, only it's not like I hit you in the face with like a one thirty. It, but maybe it's yeah. William Larue Weller. I can still taste no. it. Like yeah. it's still, no, it's, uh, it's still lingering. It's a will it, which means it's a Heaven Hill. You think it's a it's Heaven Hill? Every distillery except for Maker's Mark. <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit darker than. Um, I think you could be right about Heaven Hill, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I just pulled out my my twenty four year thirty seven oh seven. I was going to see if I can sniff it out of the bottle and compare it. What's <laughs> <laughs> the variation of Heaven Heaven Hill select stocks that are out there? All the, a lot of those select stocks are finished, though. So mm-hmm. you're not about the not cognac finished. finish and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Are they all finished? No. Well, n- not all of them, no. Not the 20 But I feel like the, the 15 year, you know, the original William Heaven Hill, like you can really taste the oak and that. And this doesn't have a lot of, whole lot of oak. This is good, it's though. Got, it's definitely it's a weeder. Really it's got the honey and caramel with the weeder that I always smell. So th- it's definitely a weeder. I think it's William Maru Weller. No. I see 22. Yeah, because I think it's like in a hundred and twenty proof range. I think it's no. W, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'll stick to a Heaven Hill uh, distilled Willet that's about uh, fourteen years old, about one hundred and twenty something proof. This tastes a lot better than some of the fourteens I've had. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... better than those than the uh, than the. Old Forester 
Well, it's this is this is a heaven hill. Yes, that's it's very nice. Barrel so thirteen ninety three, Michael. So, you, so Ryan, you think it's a Willet? <laughs> I think it's Blake hasn't chimed in yet, though. I, I'm I'm agreeing with everyone that it's barrel proof. It's probably fifteen or so years. I just haven't had enough of the older Willets to really be able to say, yeah, that's that's an old Willet, but. I mean, I'm going to say, I think I agree more with Brian. It's one of the select stocks or, I don't know, man, that's tough. It's really good. It's really good, though. Awesome. All right, so if we're going to put it in the proof-wise, I think it's like 120, 124. Yeah, Yeah. 120, 120, yeah. 121.3 is my exact guess. Let's start there, Mark. Uh, Michael, what's the proof? Uh, 118. All right. Closing. Well done. All right. All right. So it's not William (laughs) Ruweller. And yeah, and confirm for Carrie that it's not, uh, not, uh, William Ruweller. Well, uh, so before we do that, so Carrie, explain to people why it couldn't be William Ruweller. Explain to people why you were wrong. (laughs) Well, teacher. The reason is, I do not believe William LaRue Weller has ever been under 124 proof. Actually, actually, that's not. Um, in 2000, 2001, 2002, they put out a 19 year that was 90 proof. Okay. That's not it, but that's not it, though. Kenny, okay. I think Michael needs to take over for me. He's much more versed in bourbon than I am. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get some guests who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not qualified. <laughs> But 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 seriously though, hasn't all of them been like really tasty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I will say, Michael, I don't see you drinking over there. Maybe I missed. Oh no, no, I've been, no, I've been oh, drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. All right, all right. I just, just haven't been commenting. William Heavenhill. Then that's William Heavenhill. I mean, I've never, I never had the um, the good William Heavenhill, so I wouldn't know. Um, yeah, the, the the good green one was like 137 proof, and it yeah, I thought it was like 134. Like it, 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 it I mean, it, it was big. or something, yeah. doesn't it? To be 118, this taste, this age. Um, I'm not thinking of much else that would fit that category. So I um, I got an idea. I got an idea. So I know Michael lives in New York, and I had <laughs> one of the we had a, a lineup of some really good Willets uh, a few weeks ago. And one of the top ones we had, we had a bunch of 20 plus years. And then we had this like outliers, like a 12 or 14 year, but it was an Aster store pick. And I know since Aster's around there, it could be that. <laughs> what if this is like, something, like this is Kentucky Owl? <laughs> <laughs> this is really, this is really good, Michael. I think they've, they've definitely, they've progressed. They're all fantastic bourbons. Yeah. Like, like I, I try to progress each improve yeah. and then character and taste mm-hmm. and, and really just try to like, like eat little by little, like layer upon layer upon layer. This one's my new like. favorite. All right. Yeah. So what is it? Tell us, tell us. Um, Tender reveal. reveal. Let's see that Willow bottle. Well, I don't have, like a, stock. I, I will say this though. I don't have the bottle, but, um, 
It's Kentucky Owl Batch 7. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. I reached out, and I will say this. I reached out to Dixon, and I told him I was doing this. I was like, and he's like, he's like, but they, but they probably already have the samples. I'm like, even better. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> so, oh, Dixon, so, so, so big props to Dixon, and I can't thank him enough. I mean, that guy, that he is an absolute gentleman. But he, um, but he sent me out six samples that I could send to you guys. That's amazing. Um, and exactly. there, so it's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's, uh, really good. That was, that's hilarious. Really, Thanks, really Deadman, good. for doing that. Really so, I had it right here the entire time. Where does Kentucky yeah. <laughs> Owl? Where does Kentucky Owl or get their stuff from? It is all undisclosed. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so they buy from someone and rebarrel the majority of their. But, their, but uh, the fact that you all thought it was well lit, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> which i mean it's it can be the same source too far off um yeah but what's interesting is so there it you know it's technically a four grain bourbon because they have some a uh weeded bourbons and some rye bourbons in there but i would say i enjoyed this sample i think a little bit more than whenever i tasted it the sample that i i was sent when you knew it was which well i didn't get that from them the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. He was supposed to give it to you. <laughs> you got one now, so quit Yeah, that's yeah, true, Kerry. You got one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Michael, Michael, give Dixon my name. I mean, tell him hook a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him exactly who was going to partake and everything and, and, and all that. So he's uh, he was awesome. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and we all owe you some samples from this. Yes. No, 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 not at all. Please, you guys, you guys, like, I listen. I mean, Kenny probably knows. Like, I'm like so, un- like, I listen all the time, and I email Kenny all the time, and it's just like the fact that I'm even on this show has just been awesome. Well, you we're all turned out. We appreciate it. We're honored to have you, and I'm going to go back to some tornado right now. <laughs> I know. I, I saved a little bit in my glass. All right. So, who who was the favorite out of the one through four? Yeah. What, what were the favorites? We have to go back to see because. Uh, well, let's do this before we do it. Let's give a rundown of just a, a recap. So, Michael, give a recap of what A through C or A through D was. Okay. So, sa- sample A was Evan Williams single barrel, nineteen eighty eight. Um, sample B was Four Roses, a Bourboner pick, release two. Um, sample C was E.H. Um, e. Taylor, Warehouse C, Tornado Survivor. And sample D was Kentucky Owl, batch number seven. It was a, it was a good curveball right there. At the yeah, end. That was, it was, it was funny because who, who has done the live review tastings? Like, I did it. I know Blake's did it, right? But we couldn't <laughs> pick it out. So <laughs> I know that, that's what makes it even harder on me is I tasted this less than a month ago and didn't pick it out. Uh, right. You've had four bourbons before it, you know, so <laughs> three bourbons. Yeah. That's the way blind goes. So, yeah. so I, I, I kind of get a question. When you guys are drinking at home or, you know, hanging out with friends, are you guys drinking one bourbon, drinking a lot of it, or are you just constantly trying different things what, what in one mean? sitting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a smorgasbord every time my buddies yeah. come over. Yeah. that's yeah. usually drinking a lot of everything yeah. at Kenny's house mostly. I enjoy the smorgasbord because it's like, oh, well, have you tried this? Okay, well, get a little bit of this. You'll you'll like this. What's that? Quick reviews. So, oh, old Forrester? Forrester birthday. Oh, I haven't tried the Parker's Heritage birthday. from this year. 
What are your thoughts real quickly? Because they're going to drop any day now. Parker's was kind of disappointing for me. Really? Yeah. I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll open up more, but I just thought – I like barrel-proof stuff, but I just thought the alcohol was too overpowering. And that, that, that I thought the Parker's and they really proofed that down. I kind of like the the whole marketing of uh, we just picked good bourbon this year. Yeah, it's one hundred and sixty dollars for that bottle, by the way. But you know what? It's still it's still going all to the ALS fund, right? No profits. No, like ten bucks. No, 10 I don't bucks know if that's still the case, but it's one hundred and sixty bucks, and that changed my mind about the whole thing. Okay. Well, how about birthday? Bro? Uh, but can you blame it? Uh, I still think it was, but the Parker's is a bourbon. single barrel, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. single barrel, yes. How it many is. different barrels are there? That's a good question. Because, I mean, mine could have just not been one of the good ones. I don't know. I've had a lot of I Promise of Hope single barrels, though, and they've all been pretty much identical to one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like the flavor profile is probably pretty pretty close, yeah. at least yeah. from barrel to barrel. And what Kenny, was the, I'll let you try mine, but I just I just didn't do it for me. I don't know. Well, Carrie, what was the proof on the new Parkers? Um, this single barrel. Like 122 or something? Yeah, mine's 122. It didn't say on the bottle itself. Let me grab the... I mean, Promise to Hope is only 48%, right? So we're it's it's probably a big difference uh, in regards of, of the taste profile as well, you know, when you water it down that much. Yeah, you may you may notice the difference is more being barrel. One hundred twenty-two proof. Be Parker's Heritage. Yeah, and that's and that's taking the proof down. Those those barrels apparently were really high. Yeah, um, that's, I, cool. that's pretty good. I just don't know if it's one hundred and sixty. It's not. It's definitely not. No. Good. It's good. It reminds me of like a. I told Kenny it tastes like a Willet. Yeah. <laughs> they probably are the best name. <laughs> All right. So we talked about PHC. What about birthday bourbon? I haven't had a chance to try it. I haven't had it yet. Mm-hmm. Probably won't. I feel like there's this is the two camps of birthday bourbon. I like it a lot. I hate it more than anything else in the world. And it's like you very rarely find anyone in the middle. People who hate it say that there is a bitter taste that mm-hmm. they taste in every batch of I agree. birthday bourbon. And I don't taste that. I actually enjoy Old Forster Birthday Bourbon. I, I like it. A lot of my friends don't like it, and they say there's a bitter taste to it that they have every time. And it's the same thing with this year's batch, too. 2013 was the only batch that they like from Old Forster Birthday Bourbon, and apparently that was an accidental. Um, they found out during, during Whiskey Fest this year that it was an accidental batch in 2013. Um, I like this year's birthday bourbon. I've always liked them. Well, I feel like, I feel like this year's. I'm curious. Like there was a tornado that why we had a label on one, but what made this one accidental? I, I don't know. They they dumped the wrong stuff or something. That's on what the 2013 was accidental. Yes, because that's actually one of the only ones I really like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's the wild happened. turkey story, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Forgiven. Yes. Forgiven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but this, think, this year's Old Forester birthday bourbon was, I think it was more more central line than usual. I think it appeals more to the masses than previous ones, which are hit or miss, just like you're saying. You may love well, them or hate so, them. There's 21,000 bottles this year. I don't remember what last year's release was, but it's a big yeah. a big release. It's their biggest doing. ever for birthday bourbon. Yeah, I think it's the biggest ever that they've had. And so, I, I mean, I, I prefer it. I just, uh, yeah, it's a 12-year... Um, was it 94%? 94%. Yeah. 
96 proof for, you know, the price goes up about five bucks every year. So we're probably at about 90 bucks now retail. Um, and it's damn, that bottle takes up so much space, right? You, you <laughs> store a bottle, right? Like, all I think of is fat bottom girls by queen, like just <laughs> fat yeah. bottles taking up space is the only thing that drives me crazy. But I still like the taste of the, of the birthday bourbon. Are you a Brown Foreman fan? Do you like Woodford Reserve? Do you like the other, the other stuff? Whiskey, I, I, right? I don't care much for Woodford Reserve. No, um, I don't know the, what other products that they have. Old Forester Single Barrel. Like, yeah. this. I mean, the 1920s oh, yeah. been my favorite. Yeah, 1920s, 1897. Oh, yeah. So the Statesman. The Old Forester Statesman. I went through a bottle in about a week. I love the Statesman. Whatever they did, wherever they age those bottles, I get it's only 95 proof. Wherever they age those bottles, it's awesome. It's a great, great release. It's gimmicky. You know, it's it's partnered with the movie, but it's only 55 bucks for the bottle. And it's a great bourbon. So I'm actually a big fan of the Statesman. Um, I'm just kind of torn on the birthday bourbon. And I feel like people fall either in the love it or hate it category for it. Like Trump. But you're going <laughs> to buy it no matter what, right? Exactly. If I give the opportunity, I'll go buy three bottles. We don't get that here in upstate New York. Yeah. Never hits the shops. All goes to New York City. Yeah, I, I found I've a, never I found a 2016 in the store. Yeah, I found anything. Michael, say what did you think? I found a 2016 in the store last year. Um, I haven't. I mean, 2017. I, I mean, we'll see if I if I could locate that. What did you think of the 16? Um, I it's interesting. I've ne- I've never been a fan of the birthday bourbon stuff. Um, I mean, I've Thank tried you. it. Um, like, like to me, the 1920 has been the best thing that they've put out. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it maybe cause I don't know. It's just, that's just me. The 1920 is a really good release. Um, I like Statesman a little bit better, even at lower proof. So the Statesman's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's just, I don't know where they age those barrels, but it, it's got a really good flavor to it. What do you think? I mean, how many barrels does Brown Foreman have sitting around? They have to have some really good stuff. It's kind they of like, put out a shit ton of them. Me and Kenny went there to the Cooperage. It was insane. Huh. Did y'all pick a barrel out? No, we just did the Cooperage tour where they okay. filled them all. Yeah. Which is actually pretty around. cool. Yeah, It was cool. Yeah, I'm sure it's cool. Here, I'm going to have a little bit right now. And then I'm going to send the rest of this to whoever wins our asking contest. <laughs> All right, so we'll, uh, we'll start that after we wrap this up. So, again, Michael, I want to say thank you for sending everybody samples. I think yes. uh, let's all give, yeah, let's all give Michael a round of applause. So. Yeah, you're the man. Thank you. This was a great format. It was awesome. And um, love the samples that you sent. Thank you for taking the time. Like, I, I can't even take time to send one person a sample pack. Yeah, me either. Five people. It, it is a big time commitment to pack them up. Um, it's, it was easy to do at like 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't sleep, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just at 3 a.m. <laughs> and, and thanks again, Michael, for being a super fan. Uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's much appreciated. Yeah. Definitely great to have you on the show and be a part of this. Uh, so this was, this was really fun. Um, so one more time, uh, I want to let everybody kind of go around the horn and just talk about what you do. And, uh, you know, if you got anything and you do in your free time besides drink bourbon. <laughs> I like to cycle bar and uh, I stay active. See that treadmill behind me? The physical activity activity allows me to um, drink uh, every night. So this is good. I, I keep my heart healthy. 
But uh, you can find me on Suburbia. It's S-U-B-O-U-R-B-I-A.com or on Twitter as Berman, Bourbon. God, I'm exploring my words already. Thank you for that. Um, Saki, Saki, Saki. William Heaven Hill. Um, <laughs> bourbon underscore gamer on Twitter. And then I'm always on the Bourbon R Facebook group trolling everybody in the group. So you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if you didn't know, like we had carry on as a single episode, I forget how long ago it was, but he had a pretty good segment of how he lost a lot of weight drinking bourbon. So, you know, you just can't just drink bourbon to lose weight, but you know, his physical yeah. activity, it really paid off. So it was a good episode. Thanks. <laughs> All right. We'll go over to you, Nick. All right. I'm Nick from breakingbourbon.com. Check us out online and uh, hey, support us on Patreon. You know, we really appreciate the support. We're working on a lot of cool things right now. Uh, hopefully launching in the next uh, you know few months and and beyond that. But uh, we appreciate the support. We appreciate our fans big time. And also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for kind of updates and things of that nature. So thank you for following Breaking Bourbon. I could tell you this: when that antique stuff comes out <laughs> on your site, for that because you do that graph that nobody else does that shows number of. Right. Yeah, you earned money in the fall. I'm going to tell you something. So we have been watching and refreshing, waiting for that information to come out like you wouldn't <laughs> believe. We are lined up and ready to launch that information when it comes out. And it's late this year. It's really late this year. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's that, always fun to see those, to see the letters. You know, the Buffalo Trace gives a lot of detail. I got to give them credit for that. It's really fun as a bourbon gate to kind letters of see that detail. Good. They're, they're fantastic. You know, I know it's funny because they're like, oh, we're not really saying how many bottles there are. But, well, you told us the proof, the number of barrels and the evaporation rate. So you've really told us that already. So it's funny that they're kind of surprised that we know about how many bottles are created. Right. And in the bourbon world, <laughs> BTAC is, you know, as much as last year, there was kind of some duds within it. You know, at the end of the day, BTAC is one of those that you, you really love. I mean, across the board, usually they're all pretty good, different expressions. So I think bourbon enthusiasts always love BTAC. Everybody's excited about it. You know, Pappy gets all the press, all that. But at the end of the day, you get the range, you get the kind of interesting flavor profiles with BTAC. So we're really excited about that yeah. coming out soon. Yeah. So let's move over to the guy who has ruined BTAC hunting, uh, Blake, with the with the release maps. <laughs> I ruined it before it was actually a big thing. So I just want to put that out there. We will be entering the fifth annual um, maps that everyone hates, which is the Pappy release map and the Buffalo Trace Antique map. Um, so look for those on bourbonner.com sometimes this week. Once again, thank you, Michael, for doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Really enjoyed tasting blind. Uh, always a good time. So thank you for doing it. Yeah, this is yeah, awesome. I appreciate it. Just out of curiosity, like what, are, what were your favorites of the four? I mean, I think we could all agree that Sample B is probably the best bourbon we've ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, honestly, I think the most surprising was, well, I mean, a lot of it was surprising, but Sample C, um, yeah. because I've tried I've tried that at bars before and thought, yeah, that's pretty good for the price. But I think Tasting Blind, I didn't give that as much credit, and I don't think I gave the Kentucky Owl Batch 7 as much credit. Yeah, I would agree on that. Yeah, yeah. The, the tornado. I've had it before too, and I was like, eh, it's okay. But tonight, yeah. I was like blown away by it. Which is the blind taste list kind of just more than it. more than the uh, sample D. 
Ryan? Yeah, I was thrown off by the D too. I mean, I thought that was for sure a really good Willet pick, and uh, yeah. I haven't had the Al before, so or the seven at least. So, but that yeah. was really good. Also, C and D were close to for me. Like, yeah. it was my two favorites. Yeah, I, I was D far and away out, out of all of them. Really, it was all really good bourbon. There was no. Uh, yeah, I mean, no bad pick in the group. No, I just, no. Um, that's I, I awesome. Think the, I think the, the tornado f- uh, survivor just had an overall good balance. It was proofed well. You know, I think the only thing that, that the he, finish on it is. Yeah. And I think the only thing that the Al kind of had really was really lacking is, is it was very hot kind of think compared to the rest of them. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's, but that would be even typical of a even standard 14 year will it, right. That was just yeah. uh, pretty typical of that. Right. Where it just comes off pretty hot, high proof where I thought just, you know, with the the tornado survivor, I just thought it just had it had pretty much the whole package there. Yeah, if you set all those bottles down in front of me and I knew what they were, I probably would have picked A as my favorite because I love Heaven Hill and Evan Williams single barrels. But like doing it blinded, I'm surprised that I like the tornado the most. It would have been interesting to see what we thought had we not known as we went along. Yeah, that's yeah. that that would be a good question. What we will, all would have picked had we not known. Um, but then that would have, you know, given it away, I guess. But that would be interesting to see. We should have revealed it at the end. <laughs> Michael, four more to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I'm opening the celebration, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. But that is what's That's fun right. about doing it blind, though, right? Mm-hmm. All the everything comes down. Right. You don't know what it is. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Brian. All right, uh, Brian with uh, Sipping Corn. Check me out at Twitter at Sipping Corn. And, and everybody who's still there and you guys literally today on my book. So look for a book called Bourbon Justice. Uh-oh. This time Uh-oh. next year. Just in time for the Christmas awesome. uh, run. Dang. So we need the law and order. Dun, dun. After that. Great yeah, name, we need some Brian. sound effects, Carrie. Carrie, you got some sound effects for us? He's a, he's a pretty big deal. His his house smells like leather bound books. I can just see the picture on the cover. It's like a gavel like hitting a Glen Cairn or something like yeah. that. Right? <laughs> I might I might be going for Lady Justice. I don't know what the cover is gonna be. That's gonna be exciting. Pretty good. All right. I have done some modeling in my in my uh, days, so if you need someone, I'll uh, you I'll could be Lady Justice for me. Glamour <laughs> shot. <laughs> This isn't the Babies R Us catalog, Blake. Come on, please. This is like <laughs> the Lululemon special. I got you. Yeah. You got it. All right. Well, uh, we'll All sign right. it off. Uh, Michael, if you have any closing statements for us. Um, no, just um, thanks for um, – taking part in this and I appreciate Kenny and for all he does and, and all you, cause it's, it's I, I visit all your sites regularly and, and as an, as an avid reader and, and drinker, um, I appreciate what you guys do. Um, and as far as for myself, I'm just uh, a fan of bourbon. I have my Instagram collection on, on Instagram at Flight of bourbon. That's about it. Cheers, my man. Awesome. Cheers, Cheers to Michael. Cheers. Awesome. Thank you. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank that you. Was a great flight, Michael. That was a lot uh, of fun. Michael, you just proved to me and affirmed that I'm unqualified to be a host of this show. <laughs> <laughs> you can take over. For me. <laughs> we'll let him do the spinoff. We'll we'll do a yeah. New York edition or something like that. Yeah, exactly. there you go. <laughs> yeah, come out here. Come on out. <laughs> so, so with that, giveaways. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We'll, we're gonna we'll do that after we close out here. Yeah. So,
uh, with that, I want to say thank you again for Michael coming on the show, supplying us with bourbon, uh, letting us get drunk a little bit. Uh, everybody else on the table, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's always a great time to have everybody on here because, uh, you know, we said we do this every few weeks, every two or three weeks. So uh, it is fun. Um, but with that, make sure you catch us next time when we do this. It'll be another three weeks from now. So mark your calendars. We'll make sure that it's pissed already. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll actually have it in the calendar already. I got to figure out the date. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I know the date, but uh, I'll make sure that we put it out there so you can join us at that time. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bourbon Pursuit. Also support us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Bourbon Pursuit. And uh, Ryan, close us out, man. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't conflict with uh, Cycle Bar class next time. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. Great idea, Michael. I mean, that was a killer episode. Ton of fun. I hope we can do this again sometime. That was that was a blast. But uh, appreciate everybody listening. If you have show suggestions, you want to send us samples again and do this again, we'd love it. So uh, we'll see you next time.